And there we go. Here's the first couple seconds of the uh, name placeholder, the Mental Healthy Podcast with Anna and Nick. I like that name placeholder. Very well done. This is the first uh, couple seconds. So what groundbreaking thing are we going to pick apart for our first recording session? Well, we had talked about it earlier, and I think the biggest thing that for both of us we'd like to talk about, like just not to only set the precedence of what the podcast is for, but also why we why we think that we need to have a podcast. Like what information do we have that is important enough to put on a podcast that people would want to listen to? Because we're we selfish. We think people should listen to us. Oh, my God. Is that narcissism? <laughs> it kind of is. Um, April. So I record coffee with Anne every day, right? Uh, I, right. I'm going to jump in real quick and start with a what kind of a little bit of a why. Oh, a shameless plug. Start off with a shameless plug. We got one minute mm. in before Rashid. Oh, it's not even a plug. I won't even say the name of it because I do not care if people watch it, right? You already said it. Did I? Well, it doesn't matter. Anyway, so every morning or whenever my brain needs to, I have uh, started drinking a liquid morning beverage on the interwebs. Tequila. <laughs> in an, uh, well, God, uh, <laughs> not anymore. Um, so I, I do, I have discovered that I need to process out loud. I need to talk to myself. I need to talk to people, but I get distracted very easily. So I've discovered the way of being able to talk to myself and kind of work through the things that I'm going through or the things that I've learned and see how I truly feel about stuff. I do that on the internet and I do coffee with Anna. All right. What is minute and 40 seconds, six seconds or whatever. Um, but I started, uh, doing coffee with Anna because it was a way for me to think and, when COVID happened and we were separated from people and I found myself kind of, you know, updating people as to what's going on and kind of talking through my day and people started watching. And so, um, there's, uh, 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 uh. people started watching and I started just kind of talking about what I was going through COVID. I have an immunocompromised son who is also developmental delays, autism, all this stuff. And it was getting really, really hard. So I started processing on, uh, coffee with Anna to kind of go through that only to find out that I wasn't the only one. Like I used to call myself feral. Like I used to, you know, like Anna's a squeaky wheel or whatever it is. All of these things that I went my whole life where it was like, oh, this is, you know, oh, Anna's unique or quirky or what insert all these things. After I had my son, it was like, oh, okay, we got to fix some of these things. Cause I'm noticing that he's not, he's not, uh, feeling great about it like I did when I was younger. I had struggled with it. So Coffee with Anna has built this community of people who not only make me feel accepted, but know I'm not alone. And I think that that's really important for everybody. So talking about that with you, one of my longtime lifelong friends, you know, we've had, we both have had very interesting lives. Like we met and I don't even know how far apart we are in age. I'm older than you. I was bartending age. You were under bartending age. Um, and you were... Uh, you know, we met you, you were, you bar back for us, like, and we were roommates and we worked together, we lived together and we went through some shit together, right? Like we, we are trying, we are bonded and then our lives separated. You, I stayed in the bar scene and owned a bar and you went to the military. And then after all the craziness that we went through in a very, two very different lives, you and I are going through a lot of the same stuff. I, you can, you can label it. I'm, I'm a labeler because it makes me be able to research better. Right. Like I know there are people out there with the same kind of issues that don't, I don't care about the label. Just want to know how to, how to move past those things. And you and I have very co 
existing things with anxiety or mental health or brain, all the stuff. So you and I picking apart this stuff on a way that is personal and real feels better than reading it just out of a book, right? I've built more of a community talking about what I'm going through and have helped more people than I ever have being behind the bar serving or even behind the chair as uh, a hairstylist. Like it's, that's my why. Like I know I can help more in this realm and the other realms I was helping as a bartender because I saw people come in and I established friendships and kind of got that little snippet. Like I've had two jobs in my life that are both considered like the alternative to mental health. Go get your hair done and make yourself feel better. That's a self-care kind of thing. And then there's go have a drink with your friends and feel better. Like this is, those worked in some sorts of ways for people, but I needed something more than just feeling better. And now I want to share that. I, well, I think we both do. I, I mean, you said uh, you know, oldest, oldest friends. You're actually in the, on the short list of your pre-military friend. Uh, there's very few of yeah. those people still around. I think uh, it's uh, probably single digits of pre, pre-military friends or people that I, Listen, definitely ones that I still talk Dan to. In the test, Dan, in the test of time, our friendship is. Yeah. Well, some, yeah, some, you know, fun experiences, just like, you know, being behind the bar, it's, it's there's in the service industry. You, you go, yeah, that sucked last night. It was a, it was a, but yeah, we were all together and we all did it. So everybody, you know, you go through just the same way as I went through some things in the military that were, they sucked while you were doing them. But at the end you kind of laugh about it and go, yeah, that was fun. And now we're all friends. So it mm-hmm. is, it is great to yeah, be able but, to uh- stay friends with some of those folks. But to speak to that and a very pertinent why we do the podcast, like, do you remember a few months ago when I was like, um, Nick, I don't know if you've realized about this yet, but I think that we might have a trauma bonded friendship (laughs) where like, is that how uh, I talk? No, this is me talking to you in the realization voice of like, Nick, is this you uh, doing an impression uh, of yourself? Yeah. Yeah. This is, there's lots of voices. It's fun in a podcast. It's even funner to watch. Um, I, you know, I'm like, Nick, I think we have a trauma bonded friendship. Like I, I would drive 120 miles an hour to get to you, even if you didn't say to do that and you would do that for me. But like my husband won't do that. Like my husband's like, I, I, I'm not doing that. I'm like, wait, that's not how you're supposed to do it. Like we have a miscued way of being a friend because we were squeaky wheel kids that bonded with this way of, out of a playbook that was a little different than other people's, I think. Well, it was. I mean, I have a list of people that uh, I say I'd get on a plane for. Um, I think me and my, I, I say it's a, a, short, a short list of people, but it's probably a huge list because I would probably get on a plane for just about anybody to do to save their life or anything like that. So, but there's, you know, the, the top of there's, there's people that move towards the top of that list. Um, you know, and unfortunately I lost one of those people, uh, two months ago or a month and a half ago. So, uh, I did everything I could, but wouldn't have mattered in the end anyway, but, uh, uh, yeah, some of those friends. So I'll touch on, let me just pick up why I want to do this, um, outside of, uh, the practice. This is, this is practice for getting into that flow state that I want to get into the stream of consciousness of talking things out and being able to just seamlessly speak in front of people in front of the camera, motivational speaking and things like that. But the the real reason is I feel like after getting out of the military and 
sort of finding my way finally, which has taken a while. Hopefully it sticks, but sort of finding my way is that I have, I owe, I owe a debt that I will forever repay. And then I think Master Sergeant Alvarez said it best when he went to Ranger School at 42 years old. And he said, I'm a Green Beret and you earn your Green Beret every day. And I have a responsibility to the people that are no longer with us, that look up to me, that I have a responsibility to people I don't even know to be the best and be putting myself out there because I don't have cool war stories. I don't have, I never went to war and something I'll never get over. But I do have the ability to sit in my basement and speak on things that I find meaningful and fundraise, help people, motivate people. And hopefully, hopefully in the end, it will be make me a better person or make me a better friend. And, and so today earlier, somebody said, you know, I just want to help one person. I want hopefully my voice to help every person that my voice can touch. Mm -hmm. And that's why I want to do this. I have a responsibility to be, to try to be the best I can every day. And if you try, you know, there is no try only do right. Yoda said that, but uh, at least (laughs) taking steps in the right direction. Yeah. Um, I get caught up on that. Like want it, my brain gets so overwhelmed by like big, big pictures. Like I can see a big picture, but then when it gets past my brain's point, it gives me anxiety. Right. And it's like, I want to help everybody. I want to change the fucking world. Right. But then I have to remember that like, I can't, I can't control things. I can't control other people. I can be consistent and I can know what my goal, know what my plan is, know the person I am and keep going. Right. Like, I want to help everybody and I'm grateful to anybody that watches coffee with Anna, which is the most consistent way that I feel like I've helped ever. Um, and I know that just from that, the one or two people, you know, one or two people in person or actually calling me and saying, I need help right now. Can you help me? Like being able to say yes to, to, I had two instances in the last month. Like that is life changing to me where not only like you and I talked about selflessness and uh, selfishness, you know, it's like, I selflessly help because selfishly it makes me feel better. Yeah, it's a rip off from Rick and Morty. Uh, I (laughs) find that in there. I ripped that off from Rick and Morty as well. Uh, They were saying it a lot more cynical way, but yeah, selfishness (laughs) and selflessness are two two sides to the same coin. Yeah, we do things, and I think I think that is a very true statement. But being conscious of why you're doing it—Are you doing it for the selfless? You're doing it for the selfish. Uh, or selfless, selfish. And it's like, you know what? It's never going to be a hundred percent one way or the other. Like it's okay to have the goal of just wanting to help and do. And if there's positivity that rolls out from that, you know, on the back end, then great. Like, but I don't, I know that there's so many times in my life that I could use somebody like me who said like, just if you need to, if you need to just dump all this information, you don't want me to fix it. You don't want my advice. You just need to get it out. Like I didn't have people in my life that necessarily knew that or knew that's what I, like, I didn't know that's what I needed. But now mm-hmm. learning the tools, I can say to you, like, I just don't interrupt. I need to just dump this information and then we can pick it apart because you're going to ask questions I've already answered, but it's a whole big story. Like that's hard when I, when I, like I have a unique uh, communication style. And when people don't communicate, communicate that way, or have learned to communicate with a little bit more patience and grace, 
you know, if I have to, if I've had to put on these masks to hurry up and catch up, like I, I feel like I can teach the world to learn how to look differently at, I didn't know I realized, I, I didn't know how differently that I thought or, or, or how I took in the world. And with coffee with Anna, I have found those found people who are like, yep, this is helping me. This is helping me on a daily basis. But then I have people who like yesterday, I had somebody, you know, call me and say like, I am in a bad place. I need help. And to be able to say to him, like, I am not a professional, but I can tell you that I have struggled with some things that you've struggled with. I have fought some demons that you have fought. Even your plate is heavy. My plate is heavy. They're not the same. It doesn't matter what the fight is. There's the fight. And these are the things that I did. And these are the things that are available societally. I've spent 20 years in the mental health realm, studying, learning, talking, all of it. Like these are the things after 20 years I found that helped. I want to be able to scream that information from the mountaintops, but what helps me doesn't necessarily help you. You have books that you've read that yeah, you're like, a, this like is like you life. said, like you I've said, it's a, it's, it's an everyday thing. It's an, and you it's gotta everything. be like mental health, being mental healthy is an everyday grind every single day. Just, just to keep it, keep it going and you got to like I said earlier today in an interview I did you got to show up today you got to show up tomorrow and you got to show up next year and you got to keep going and you said you referenced earlier you know the tools and that's uh, Stutz's book right I love Phil Stutz I talk about him all day I know I know you do and I I love I talked about it on Coffee uh, with Anna today 12, 12 Rules for Life by Jordan Peterson I read that book I've read it. It's a, you know, it's a, it's a book. It's a very detailed, very, and I've read that book three or four times, you know, and uh, it's, it, it helps me out. You got to find what helps you out. And if, and if we can be something that helps somebody out and be there and step up and be like, Oh, you know, yeah, they got another, I'm going to, you know, I want to listen to that or I want to hear what they have got to say or uh, you know, some stupid one, it could just be one line of motivation um, that, that somebody goes, yep, that's, that's a, that's a good takeaway. Mm-hmm. And well, if we're and not, just, if we're not stepping up and we're not doing it, then I think that's a disservice to both of us. Well, and I have the, cause I'm a, I'm a fixer. Like just, I get, I understand why I am. I'm a fixer. I am I'm drawn to the challenge, right? And I used to want to fix it for everybody and tell them what the answer was. This is the answer. This is the answer. You have to do this. And it's like, I can't do that. What I can do is, what I can do is teach people how to keep going. Because I, like, I spent, I took the last 10 months off of my life to quarantine with my child and stay on the phone with insurances companies and and states. And every single person sent me to every different things. And those everyday Nokia downers, make it feel like what I'm doing isn't working. And it's like, oh no, I had 20 good days and then three sobbing uncontrollably because this is hard days, but that doesn't affect the next 20 days. Like that learning in the moment, how to deal with that kind of stuff. That are those, that, those are tools. I can't find the answers for people, but I can help them navigate their emotions while they're trying to do that because I'm crippled by mine. And it's three steps forward, one step back. Sometimes it's five steps forward, one step back, but other days you get 10 step forward, one step back. Like that ebb and flow, uh, a therapist once said to me, growth is not linear. It is not a straight line. It is, it is cyclical. You are going to go and you're going to come back and you're going to go and you're going to come back. But I didn't like that reference because it meant that I was going to go all the way back. 
right? Like a circle goes all the way back. So I like... I I think real growth is when you're tired of your own shit. I heard one of those. Oh God, I'm so tired of my own shit. (laughs) When I've heard that motivation, like some of those stupid memes, it's like real growth is when you're tired of your own shit. And I went, damn it. (laughs) Damn it. Well, that is, I can't. So somebody, it is very hard because uh, I explained and I talked with Anna, I have guilt. Like you had said that you have guilt because you were trained to be this military specialist and then you didn't get to see, you didn't get to physically use all of the talents that you learned and that feels wasteful and it gives, it gives a, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Guilt, right? I have guilt because I literally have people who reach out to me about either being overweight or having problems with alcohol and I was given a gift of just my brain deleted up. And so my giving up of those things is not perceived difficult. I'm smaller and I and I don't drink because I don't need to. So that's better when in reality, I'm 120 pounds lighter than I was. My ligaments are giving out. I don't have any nutrition. My brain is surviving on the fats I created in my 20s on Captain Morgan. I Social situations are even more awkward than before because I don't have the ability to have a shot. But it's like my brain knew that if I kept going down that path, I wouldn't have survived it. So I have the guilt of like people are physically trying to break that addiction and can't and, and asking me like, how did you do it? And it was like, I, that wasn't the hard part for me. The hard part is now I'm in this situation where I can't mask it and I have to look at all the stuff and I have to deal with every single thing that made me run away. And it is debilitating. I, I would have been in the hospital 20 years ago at this point in the emotional dysregulation that I have, but because of the tools that I've learned, the I have tools. not had to do that. The tools. And the tools. Rules might not work for that person that I recommend it to. And the 12, uh, 12 rules of life, what was it? 12 rules for life, yes. Yeah, like that might not work for somebody else, but you and I being able to say like, okay, these work for us. What else is working for other people? And being able to open that door to conversations because sometimes when people find the thing that only works for them, this worked, this is it, this is it, this is it. Somebody else reads it, doesn't get the same message and then gets discouraged. I can't do it. Like I had that, I had that whole thing, that whole struggle with religion in general. Like that's a, that's a, it's a whole, that's a whole, that's a whole nother uh, pick that apart. But but yeah, no, I mean, what is it? uh, You know, Sergeant Major Reese, when I, he said, you know, that, there's a lot of ways to skin a cat, but you go away for 20 minutes, come back, come back. That damn cat's going to be naked. <laughs> Six in one hand, five in the other. Wait, half a dozen in the other. Yeah. There's a lot of ways. There's a lot of ways to skin a cat. And some of those ways, uh, you know, don't, people can't, people can't make that work for them. But uh, yeah. I, I still have not gotten to what'll work for me in the long run but i think i have an idea is is making myself so busy that i won't let myself down uh, yeah i've tried that <laughs> uh, but I'm, that's I'm why stressed. i'm here i, I I'm mean a... this is my this is my second interview today i'm so <laughs> popular um i'm not gonna lie that's pretty awesome i don't, even, yeah. I don't have a quip i don't have a quip that's all right. I think I think we have basically outlined why we want to do this and going into that. And as we said, going into we're going to do our our first tester session at 20 minutes. And we got about 22 seconds left on that. Anything so, any last any last thoughts before we sign off for the day? 
Um, well, if I had to say the one question, I think that we, it will be interesting to find out, uh, you know, this being first episode, first test run, right? I think the question, uh, that could be consistent is like, I want to help and it's selfish because helping other people helps me, right? That is the selfish part of it. But then the selflessness of it is that I know that you and I don't have all the answers for, even for ourselves. I have but all I the know, answers. Well, then I'm going to ask you for answers. And then you, And if you don't have the ones, then I'm going to have the answers. Well, I keep um, some of them. Also, my, dog, my, dog, my dog holds most of them for me. And she doesn't speak English. She's French. <laughs> Listen, she's... Okay, well, that's a different... That's a level we have to unlock. Um, we... I think that you and I both being open to learning everything that we can to feel better in the world, we know that we didn't do all this work for us and we're not doing this work. If you do it, did or have done is not the word it is we are not doing the work that we are doing just for us. We're not that kind of people. We are the kind of people to do the hard work, to fix it for us. And then to, to, and then to help a hand, put, put a hand out to help the next person up the bridge or the, uh, up the mountain. I think it's going to be a moving line of, helping ourselves to help others. Where is that line of, help oh, I'm doing this for me. Help you. I'm doing this for somebody else. Help me help you while helping me help you. Help. Help me. Help me. And then just keep saying that for infinity. Help me, help me, help me, help me, help me, help me, help me. Help me. Like, I mean, like that's what tag, the last tag 10 months felt. Oh, tag, you're so. it. You got to be the strong one today. I'm a male. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Not every day is going to be the great day. I guess what I will I will put out as my last last thing is that uh, show up today. We'll show up tomorrow, and hopefully we can we can show up next year and do the best that we can do, and hopefully help ourselves in the process. I love everything about that, and for accountability, I'm putting it out there that. Uh, I want to change the world, but also I need to go on a vacation for a weekend where nobody talks to me. Like, how do we get a silent, nobody talks to me for 48 hours? That's my goal. I want to change the world. And then I want to have nobody talk to me for two, two days. <laughs> maybe like, maybe they take up scuba diving then. Uh, very difficult to talk down there. <laughs> I was thinking more of just like getting in a car by myself. Go oh, into or a that. place. Yeah, that might be that might be a little easier. Being at a place, okay. being at a place for two days and then coming up. Okay. Or yeah, scuba diving. Yeah, or scuba diving. Or scuba diving. We'll we'll pick it apart a different day. We'll pick it apart a different day. All right. So for the session number one, the mental healthy put a pin in that mental healthy podcast. This working is, title. This is Nicholas Allen and Anna Haley signing off. It's a wrap. Be good to yourselves. Be good to each other.